1: Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's the best Did
2: We just become best friends.
1: Yup. Best friends forever. Fantasy, best friends forever.
0: Hour number two, Fantasy Best Friends Forever, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Greg Sussman, Frank Stample joined for this hour as we are each and every day for hour number two by The Closer, Chris Ventura. What's up, Chris? What's up? It's your boy, The Closer, your sister's favorite
3: broadcaster. No, I'm not a broadcaster. I'm an analyst, right? Your
2: sister's favorite analyst.
3: Broadcasting would be fun, though. You are broadcasting.
2: Well, I mean, you know
3: what I mean, like a play-by-play. Oh. Broadcaster, that's a true broadcaster.
2: Greg, you used to do play-by-play, right? Sure. You Uh, what sports? Everything. Really? Yeah. He he really wants to be a game show host. I I do. Yeah. What was your favorite (laughs) play-by-play to do? Basketball. Basketball Mm -hmm. for the Terps. Yeah. You do it for like the Maryland Sports Network or something like that.
0: Uh, it's called WMUC. It was the Maryland Student Radio. Yeah.
2: Do any, like, video stuff, too, with them, or was it just radio? Yeah, I
0: have some, nothing sports-related video. I have some, like... Can
2: we, can we find any old videos of Susmania and pop those up on the screen? Soon? Videos? I don't, I don't... That'd be great. I want to so. see a young Susmania rooting on the Terps. <laughs> no!
0: You won't, no! You, have, you won't see that. <laughs> you can see... I have audio. You, you have was, to have a portfolio of some sort. Greg, did I to a, a demo
2: somewhere. Greg, did you have any catchphrases... You had to have some catchphrases, right? That no, you would do for the play-by-play. Oh, really? Like A lot of these guys in the NBA, like Mike Breen hits a three, bang! <laughs> you know it's gonna, you know it's coming. Hawk Harrelson, he gone, he gone. I, so <laughs> when I was
0: doing football, I tried to make touchdown Terps into something. I didn't think it would work. It. It, yeah. Yeah. it was all right.
2: What do you do? You, you too, think uh, as a play-by-play guy, you need? No,
0: you don't need it. Like touchdown
2: Terps, you don't need it. You don't need it. I think you should probably have a signature thing, no? You know what? I, I do love it. the Mike Breen. I don't think, I, I, don't think I, en- I don't think I
0: did enough football to. What did you do? You did basketball the most. I, I mean, because basketball is more games. Football there's only what twelve games, and you yeah. split it between different people. Basketball I did a lot. Like, I went to Duke and broadcasted, which was awesome. Um, doing Cameron Indoor, I did a lot of big time games. I did Duke at home as well.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm I did a professional. This guy, you know, yeah, He's been all around the map. Lot of Done e- it all. I
0: wish I could find. Oh man, where what, is it? With my lot I of teams? exp. I,
2: I did not do no. any play-by-play in college. I was nope. yeah, I was very raw prospect coming uh, coming out of college, Greg. That's what I would call myself. Very yes. raw prospect.
0: I definitely have. Who's the
2: most raw point. like prospect we could think of? Baseball wise,
3: raw. I don't know, man. Somebody that never played baseball.
2: Lorenzo Cain. Lorenzo Cain. It was he was not start playing not, baseball man. until he was uh, junior year of high school. That's, pretty, That's raw. pretty raw. That's pretty raw. Like, I, I had no idea that I wanted to do this until I got to college. Right? Mm-hmm. It's like Joel. Joel Embiid not realizing he wanted to play basketball. He played like soccer growing up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like Cameroon. I think, did I just make that up? No, I don't. No, nah, I don't remember. Right? Cameroon. He, like, volleyball too. He did, Yeah, he played volleyball. Big volleyball player, right? So, uh, yeah, Joel Embiid didn't start playing basketball until like high school or something. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh well, I'm seven foot. I might as well play basketball.
3: Yeah. Yeah. There's good ones in football like Jimmy Graham. I feel like Jimmy Graham was just a basketball player and then just became yeah, and a Tony Gates, Aggie. too, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tony Gonzalez, I think, played basketball.
2: So that was and me coming out of college. Very raw, very raw broadcasting prospect. Mm-hmm. Probably still raw. I'm
3: probably more raw than you, to be honest.
2: Because so? I didn't
3: even come out as prospect out of prospect at a college. What did I'm you. Uh, 31 years
2: old. What did you start? What did you study in college, actually?
3: Business and economics. Or business any. ethics. Business ethics. Did you ever do <laughs> business anything law. business
2: related? Like did you have any like businessy jobs or anything?
3: Yeah. I went I went everywhere. I tried everything. Hated, I it, hated it all.
2: Player, man. I, I, started that yeah.
3: song. I hated everything that I did. So till I came here. And that was it. There you, you go. You like you like this? Now he here. loves it. I always loved sports. But I th- always thought it was like, uh it, you know
2: It's not realistic. It's not
3: realistic, right.
2: Not realistic. I'm looking through MLB's top prospects. I'm trying to find someone really raw, Greg, that I could just kind of dub myself as. I'm not finding anyone. Know.
3: MLB's hard because like, you got to go through the minors.
0: <laughs> it's yeah? true. you got to go through the minors.
2: All right, Greg, where do you want to go based on yesterday?
0: Well, you do your thing, You want us to talk about Tyler Glass now? I'm about Tyler Glass
2: now. You, you don't want us to talk about Tyler <laughs> no, Glass now? No,
0: no, no. I'm totally going to talk about Tyler Glass you know, now. You
2: don't seem like you're into it. I'm into mean, it. I'm into
0: mean, it. Talk about Tyler Glass now. Go ahead. He's into it.
2: So Tyler Glass now... Right, totally, do you look, think? I, I blasted this guy uh, during the spring, and rightfully so, right? Because mm-hmm. he was walking a ton of guys. That's what he's always done, right? It, like, it's hard for him to repeat his delivery as big as he is. He's six foot seven Reminds me a lot of actually Delon Batantis, Greg, because you remember Batantis and Manny Benuelos, the killer bees for the Yankees. They wanted both of these guys to be the next coming, uh, the starting pitcher prospects for the Yankees. It turns out, look, Batantis just never worked out. We'll transition him into a reliever... Uh, where, you know, he's only got to do it for an inning or two. That's what I thought the trajectory kind of was here for Tyler Glass now. Uh, given what we saw in spring training. And I know he was really good last year when he came over to the Rays as a starting pitcher. Uh, but during the spring, it looked like he was regressing again. Like, oh, here we go. It's Glass all over again. You know, he can't command any of his pitches. He's walking everybody. The strikeouts aren't there. And then the season starts, Greg, and everything is just clicking for him <laughs> right now. I mean... Yesterday, six shutout innings pitched, 11 strikeouts, just one walk. I mean, that's the Two biggest hits. key regarding Tyler Glass now, is if he can just not walk the world, if he can have decent command, then he can be good. Like I, I retweeted a video of him from yesterday, right? He's got this natural cut action to his fastball now, and he's throwing 96 miles per hour. Yeah. If you have a cut fastball at 96 and you also mix in a slider and a curve, and you're six foot seven. You throw as hard as you do, uh, and you're pitching somewhat within the zone with decent command. Like he has 21 strikeouts on the season to just three walks. Yeah, that's the big his thing. first three starts. 17 innings pitched. He's three been awesome. Walks. He's he's been awesome.
0: The walks are huge. Does it surprise you guys that the Rays don't really use the opener anymore after this whole damn phenomenon last year? They don't do it. <laughs>
2: Go away from they, it. They've introduced something. They're, they're like, there's probably going to be other teams that are going to try, and they're sure. like, eh, yeah, we're good this year. They're like, we only, only done it. They've done it a few times this year, though, Greg. So only for
0: one spot because they don't use it for Glassnell. They don't use it for Snell. They Morton. don't use it for Morton. They don't use it for Yanni Chirinos. They only use it for one spot. Yeah, and they work around off days.
2: And they have prospects who are hopefully coming back soon. Guys like Brent Honeywell. Brent Honeywell. So
0: last year they made it like their mission, like they're going to like train guys in the minors to be openers, only go to three or four starts. But as Kevin Cash said a lot last year, we're only doing this because we have to. Like yeah. We don't have a starting pitcher that can go six, seven innings. Now they have four of them. Yeah. And it's like, whoa. This is a total change. The only time they do it is basically when Ryan Yardbrough is like the starter mm-hmm. that goes like the middle innings. That's the only time they really have used the opener. I just find that fascinating. It's like everyone associates shifting with Joe, with Joe Madden, but Madden and the Cubs shifted the second least times in the league last year. Yeah. They don't shift.
2: Yeah, they kind of start a phenomenon, and then kind of like go away from it. Zig when everyone else is hanging. Look, they just did what they needed to do to get by. Yeah. Because they had so many injuries last year. Absolutely. The whole thing. Absolutely. And now they have the starting pitchers who can go a little bit deeper into yeah. games. Even
3: though you, even if they start, it doesn't mean you have to continue it. It's not something you're locked into. You know, they have a good rotation, the Rays now. They have a solid rotation. They don't need to do
0: it. Everything that Tyler Glasnow was doing in spring training, specifically with the walks, Hasn't happened, as you guys have said, uh, thus far in the regular season. Just three walks total on the season. He's been excellent. If we can keep it going, those that you the title Glass, now you took a shot on him and, and believed you were finding something good. It's working out very, very well. Mm. Much like his ex and current teammate, Austin Meadows, where Meadows is a guy that you were very much on, Frank. Three for five yesterday with two runs scored, three rubies. He had a walk. Meadows hit his fourth home run of the season yesterday. The former top prospect who basically always leads off for this team. Get it done. Yeah, Got a bag, too.
2: Yeah, he's got a few stolen bases on the season as mm-hmm. well. He's been awesome. Mm-hmm. He's, got, he's got two stolen bases. He's got four home runs. He's got 13 ribbies. He's got six runs scored. He's batting 341. Across the board production here, 5-2 uh, a player. I, said, I, I wrote about him coming into the season, Greg, on my Patreon, and I said I think he can be the next coming of Benintendi and maybe even eventually be better than Benintendi. She hate Benintendi. The contact skills are there for Austin Meadows. He, he's been striking out 26% of the time just to start the year. But if you look at his minor league career, this was a guy who made a ton of contact. He's got a 12% walk rate to start the year, Greg. He's upped his fly ball rate this year, 45% fly ball rate. Not that I want him to hit many more than that. Like 45%, that's probably the max that I want Anyone. Austin Meadows at. Yeah. He's got a 51% hard hit rate. He's, he's hitting the ball hard. He's hitting it in the air. He's doing everything that possibly even asked of him. He's setting the table. He's leading off against right-handed pitching. Anything you could possibly ask. Austin yeah. Meadows has been awesome. Awesome. I, you know, I actually ended up with a few shares. I have two shares of him. I believe on the two teams that we have together, Greg. Yep. GDD mm-hmm. and GST, we yep. have shares of Austin Meadows. Basically the only guy who's hitting on both of those teams for us. So it, it, thankfully we have him. Mm-hmm. But I think. He could be this year's breakout. I, I think he might go 20-20. 20 home runs, 20 stolen bases.
0: Well, it's amazing because another guy that you wanted and said he can go 20-20, which I think much earlier, is Tommy Pham.
2: Yeah, but I think Tommy Pham could be even better. I think he could be like 20-30. 25-25. 25, 25. 25, 25 yeah, yeah. Like, uh, he, he might have 30 home run power. I don't know if he's going to steal 30 bases. He hits
0: the ball real hard. Well, well, he got, fir- I'll tell you that. He had his first two home runs of the season yesterday. He's got like five
2: stolen bases. He's got like five stolen bases. Yeah. Maybe he can go 30-30. Like, I thought his upside was higher, obviously, and he was going in the fourth, fifth round range. He was going much earlier than Austin Meadows. Yeah. All those guys are awesome to start the year. Yeah, the
3: only reason why uh, Pham was going a little later than, like, like, these really top outfielders was because uh, of the injury. Yeah, the injuries. Uh, And Meadows, only 23, going to be 24 in less than a month. But, listen, he's a top prospect. He's starting to pan out. He's getting the opportunity with Tampa Bay. Everything's looking exactly how you would plan it for Austin Meadows. You know what I mean? how you would want it to go right now.
2: Greg, just going back to Glassdown real quick. Does this scream sell high to you? Prospect pedigree. People might be buying into it. You think like the walks are probably going to come at some point. So he's a guy who's struggled with walks in the past and home runs. Not a good combination to have, obviously. Mm -hmm. And he hasn't been giving up home runs. And he hasn't been walking guys. But the underlying skills, Greg, I'm telling you, they are really good. 13.5% swinging strike rate. 68.8% first pitch strike percentage. We're not used to seeing that from Tyler Glass now. Like he's pounding the strike zone, he's getting ahead of hitters, and he's getting them to chase more than ever before as well. There I say the skills are there? It's mm-hmm. just can he maintain them?
3: I'd sell. I would. I'd be
0: willing to at least. The obvious question is
2: always. I would throw it out there. The
0: obvious question is always what? So what can you sell him for? Right. My first instinct when you ask me the question, Frank, is absolutely. Yeah. Is absolutely yeah. Because given the start given the pedigree, given the peripherals, everything you look into with Tyler Glass now, they're awesome. But you also know in the back of your mind, like, probably going to have some control problems, probably going to allow some bombs at some so point.
2: These three good starts that he's had he might have three rocky ones.
0: All right, so what do you try to get for Tyler Glass now, right? That's always the question. What can you try and go get for him? Well, you're selling him
2: high right now. So, so you wanna do you want
0: to do? You want to sell him high. Mm-hmm. How high? Yeah, how high can you go with this?
2: That I'm thinking of a few names in my head right now. How about... I don't, someone wouldn't do that. So I was thinking, what about the player that he was traded for? Chris Archer. But isn't Uh, Tyler Glass kind of like a young Chris Archer? In a way. In a way. And Archer's been good this year. So I don't think, like, he's been. Yeah, I don't think he's going to do, like, I guess if you want to do classic sell high, buy low, right? Like, Nick Pavetta would come to mind. But do you want to buy Nick Pavetta right now? No, 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 no. no, no, no. I was just throwing out a guy like you might want to buy low. on. What about you, Darvish?
0: No, Thanks. No, I'm
2: just throwing it out there. No thanks. Those are guys that I both had ranked higher than Tyler Glass now coming into the season. Yeah. No thanks. Um,
3: trying to think of a good one. It's got to be someone that's real good, but also not elite. What about Steven Strasburg.
2: But no one's doing that
3: though. I would do that. I mean, I would sell Glass but, now for oh, sure. I agree with you, but yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know yeah. if. That, oh, of course. I would, would
2: buy. It. I don't, th- yeah. I don't think the Strasburg owner is doing it. Okay. He's had, well, Strasburg's only had one good start at a three. All right, so, 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 maybe, so
0: too high. So, so I'm too high right now. Okay. Yeah. What about uh, Masahiro Tanaka? Tanaka. I don't think Tanaka
2: not hasn't been bad either. What about Paxson? That's probably too high. That's too high. But he hasn't been good either. No, he hasn't. Yeah. Paxson's too high. I wouldn't do Paxson either. Um, I mean, look at my, I'm looking at my starting pitcher. Right what about now? his
0: teammate? What about Charlie Morton?
3: I would do that.
2: Well, From Morton, what side? But Morton hasn't been sell. I would though, sell so Glass now for Morton. Why, why would a Morton owner want to trade him? That's the question.
0: Because of the you know? upside of glass. glass now,
2: is it is it really higher yeah. than Morton though? That's a I thing. guess
0: I gotta find someone that hasn't really been good, right?
2: What about Zach Granky? Would you do that? <laughs> I don't want either. I don't, <laughs> I don't want either. <laughs> I would. Keep I, I, glass. Keep I keep Granky.
0: I keep Greinke. Oh, you keep Glass I now. Keep glass. And I keep Glass. I keep Greinke. But so well, that's probably
2: maybe that's the range, right? Yeah. What, like, what about that, i, 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 we're, we're I valuing go. Tyler Glasnow as a top thirty starting pitch right now? Is I got I have
0: a good one for you. What about Kent and Maeda?
2: No. I had them ranked in a similar spot. So let's see. I had Actually, I had Glasnow 54th, mm-hmm. and I had Maeda forty seventh. So that's a good that's a so good one. Have my draft rankings now. You, I, I was you, I was low on Glasnow, admittedly. I, I was very low. Would you really give up
3: Glasnow for, for Maeda though? I I don't think I would do that. You Kay. know Maeda's probably gonna get hurt at some point. Okay. And he doesn't go deep into Seasons or games. Jose Quintana,
0: Greg. I knew that this was coming. I knew this was coming.
2: I like Quintana for the season. I'm
0: intrigued by Glasnow for... for I'm intri- I don't think I give up Glasnow for him. No. Because the upside is too, too high.
2: Too high. The upside is too high for Glasnow. But the downside down, is so... Bad. So bad too, though. Mm-hmm. I don't want to downplay but Quintana Glassner because he's been awesome. All right, what about... Unless, unless this is who right. he really is now. What unless about, he's newfound come in, What right? about those Red Sox that you love? And one Rodriguez and Eduardo Nathan Rodriguez. Maldi. Yeah. That's a good question because th- those are by lows right now.
3: Correct. I wouldn't give up bla- yeah, last Yeah, Yeah. Like,
2: I, I like those guys. I, I like the Red Sox guys. Yeah, like the Red Sox. Yeah. List. Like I'm not so going to give up do. on them just three starts into the season. So there you go. Like I'm going to trust everything that I look for. But would, into you,
0: in the would you sell Glassnow for them? See, I wouldn't. You have Glassnow. Would you trade one for whichever one of the Red Sox you like better?
3: Eduardo's doing too poorly. And it's not like he's proven, you know.
2: Yeah, it's like even Eduardo at his best, right? So I'm looking, I'm looking at the Fangraphs projections for Tyler Glass now for the rest of the season. These are you no, know guys who do projections for a living. Derek Hardy, the Bat, uh, ATC, uh, Project, uh, Steamer projections rather. They have Glass now for between a three seven one ERA. Greg, wow. The Bat has him at a three four six for Tyler Glass now, rest of season. Wow. Are we? Uh, am I selling him short?
0: I don't think you're saying I'm sure. I think it's a fair conversation. You know what's a good one? I think I got
2: because I gotta, they have him for between a three four six and a three eight four ERA. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And realistically, that's probably what I would expect from Avaldi and oh. Eduardo Rodriguez. I, got, I think they can be in that range. Right. You,
3: could, you could get better for Glass now. I think you could what? even get. Tell me what Walker Bueller?
2: No effing way. <laughs> There's you, no way. Are you I effing you kidding me? You know what to answer your question? I think Greg, you can. I don't think I would. I don't think I would trade Glassnow for those Red Sox guys. I, don't think I, would. I like the Red Sox guys. But if people who do projections for a living think Glassnow could be this good rest of season, that's basically what I'm expecting from them. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Walker sure. Bula, get out of here.
1: In this league. But the stuff that Jason Harden has been doing with all the scoring, and that might just make the case for Harden to win the MVP anyway, because who else can do what he's doing? Teams know he's going to get the ball, and he's going to score, and they still can't stop. They can double team him. They can do whatever. He's still getting the rack. He's still knocking down threes. He's still drawing fouls. And you know what's going to happen going into the game, and he's still doing it. Saturdays, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at 844-843-6879 to join the Fantasy Sports Network.
0: We're back with you on the Fantasy Best Friends Forever, Fantasy Sports
2: Radio Network. I hope we help people for Tyler Glass now because I felt like we were all over the place a little bit. All in all, I think this is my takeaway. Right? I was very low on him coming into the season. What he's done the first three starts, he's kind of won me over. I'm not buying in completely yet, but if these projection systems have him for a th- between a three four six and a three eight four ERA the rest of the way, that is probably at, uh, on the best side of things for the Red Sox starters that I like coming into the year: Evaldi and Erod. That's probably on the high end of what, what they're going to give you, too. So why would I trade someone for basically what I'm expecting him to do? Right. Right? You got to get something really better. Sense.
3: And that's why I say Bueller. But you guys are way high. I know you're very high on Bueller. Now, listen. And, you're, and you should be. But listen. We're talking about people playing in leagues where some people might think, oh, th- th- recency bias. Sure. God, listen, now is killing it. Bueller hasn't really pitched a ton of innings yet. He hasn't proven his true worth yet. Right? Maybe somebody be willing to take a glass now for a Bueller? They're both guys who are kind of—I mean, Bueller obviously more proven, but they're semi-unproven. Bueller, you know, he hasn't pitched triple season yet. Answer: If you can pull that off, I would do it hundred times I bet, out of hundred. I bet if you somebody can trade a can
2: glass now to get Bueller. I would do it one out of your times I bet out of one hundred. No, but you know what? I bet Frank, people could pull it off. Might, someone who's they like, might bite? Not as in tune with everything, like whatever pedestrian player. They might be pissed off by Bueller early on and see what Glasnow did and know the prospect right. of Pedigree, and maybe they do it. I, I, I wouldn't imagine that somebody would, but if you could find someone to do that 100 times yes. out of 100, I would trade away Glasnow to get Bueller. Uh,
3: exactly. We're I don't looking, think
2: anyone's going to do it.
3: We're, we're thinking of guys who we would sell Glasnow for, and I, and I feel like you can't go too much lower, lower than that you know, second tier of pitchers. And Bueller might be you know on the, the higher end of that second tier, but... Still, that's where you want to be in when you're selling Glasnow right now. You're not looking for guys that could
2: be him, or worse at his max. His Glassnow's upside's huge. It is, but his de- I like. I want to reiterate his range of outcomes is massive. It's vast. Yeah, his upside is very high. Floor is very that. low. His downside is very low. Mm-hmm. So just keep that in mind mm-hmm. when when it comes to Tyler Glasnow. Look, you got him as your 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 fifth sixth starting pitcher. You just want to kind of reap the rewards all season. The take the good with the bad. Fine, I have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. Greg, I'll throw another one your way. What about Miles Mikolas? You do that. I knew that
0: so was coming too. Cause
2: that's the range. Like basically, we're saying Tyler Glass a top thirty starter.
0: I realize Miles, Miles Mikolas.
2: I agree with you. Yeah. Last night, Frankie
0: Montas against the Baltimore Orioles went six innings, allowed three runs, three hits, a walk, and three Ks. But I want to note that all three Ks and the walk. All came in Montas's final inning of work, the sixth. Going into the sixth inning, he had no walks, no No strikeouts. Nothing. But still pitched a very solid game. game. Pitched fine. The only blemishes against him came in the fifth inning where he allowed two home runs. One to Boom Boom and one to Ruiz.
2: Greg, I I was watching this game, and to me it felt like Montas coming into the start had a game plan. He was just going to pound the strike zone. That was it. With his pitches, if they can hit me, fine. If not, like I, I saw the first three or four innings. It was basically just, you know, all batters up, all batters down. They weren't getting any hits. I mean, he was two in the strike zone. He wasn't getting any strikeouts. He didn't walk anybody. He, he, he was having very efficient innings, right. like 10, 12-pitch innings, yeah. but just pounding the zone and saying, look, if you could beat me, Because it's fine. Baltimore. He gives up the two home runs. Next inning, what do you know? Strikes out three guys.
0: Right. All three hits he gave up were in that fifth inning. Yeah. All three hits he gave up yeah. in the and fifth inning. It. All three strikeouts it. were in the sixth inning, including and the walk.
2: I, I think after <laughs> he gave up the home runs, he said, okay, Try a little bit more this inning. Let me get through the yeah. six. Try and get these strikeouts here. Let me get through this start. Whatever, it's fine. Uh, he only walked one guy, as you mentioned. Yep. Only had the seven swinging stripes. But again, me personally, I tend on what I watched yesterday was that he was just kind of yep. daring Cruising. them to hit them, daring him, daring them to hit the ball, and they couldn't do it mm-hmm. for the most part. Yeah. Right. Yes, they hit two home runs, but he had obviously had the huge run support from uh, from the Oakland. A's. Yeah.
3: No, listen, I, I know the three Ks. Uh, you don't really want to see that, right, against a Baltimore team that isn't a very good hitting team. But I think this is another start where he's pro- proven that, listen, he could be a valuable fantasy asset the entire
0: season. So Montas you know? is starting next Tuesday. So depending on how many games the A's have, it could be a, a double start for him. I don't know that it is or not. But that first game is against Houston at home. Do you start Frankie Montas against Houston next week?
2: We already have data of no. him going up against Houston and it wasn't really a great start. He had a 2.00 whip in that game. Correct.
3: He doesn't have two starts. I don't want to start. He star- doesn't. Okay.
2: I don't want to start anyone Sierra against them. Okay. To be honest, I don't want to.
3: Yeah, I'm not starting okay. versus Houston. Based on what I what well. I've
2: just seen like they don't swing and miss. They don't strike out so you don't even have that chance. They put balls in play. They swept us. They have a ton of co- like they, they have a ton of power too. Like Altuve hits four home runs in three games. <laughs> He's perfectly fine. I don't want to start like outside got, of like my I, I top ten, like, uh, twelve starting pitchers, I don't want to start my pitchers against the Astros. I got
0: Altuve thing wrong. What's up? And he's we should be nervous about it, Jose Altuve.
2: Yeah, I, I, we, we are. We are he, dead if He wrong. continues to do this. I will one hundred percent take an L on do Jose no, Altuve.
3: Do not clump me into that because I've been on us. No, run. no, we, dude, we, it's, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's us two, And I,
2: I ranked him a little bit lower than everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, not like he's not running yet. So that, that's what I really worried about was the the stolen bases. But he's making hard contact. Yeah. He's hitting home runs. Dude, last night, that second home run that he hit was a moon rocket. Mm-hmm. It was a rocket. It was like it, so it hit off far. somewhere in, yeah. in, in Minute Made that I've never seen before. It would have just kept like going. Like <laughs> a off, like the top light of the- post thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Clint Fraser just caught it on the fly. He was just like, all right, well, what do I do? And with just threw it back. It was just a monster shot. It, it
0: would have just kept going and going and if going. If Altuve
2: continues to do this, I will 100% take the L on him. Um, and, yeah. you know, I'm obviously suffering myself by not owning him because. Again, what I tell people to do is what I do myself. I don't have any shares of Jose Altuve. Mm-hmm. He was in a void for me.
3: I don't have him. If I had
2: a back end first round pick. I was taking, you know, Judge or Harper or uh, Stanton, right? Or an you could get
3: him in the second though.
2: And then I was taking a pitcher too. Like I wasn't. I just wasn't taking him. Right. So look, he, he's he's good to go. There was other guys you liked, but listen, yeah, no. I mean, he he was a
3: great pick. Uh, he does it every year. He was banged up last year and everything. He does the same thing, and and you know what it is? The power has increased over the years because he's, he you know, he's a pro player now, he's been in the league, he's got experience, and the launch angle thing, you know, if you got great bat speed and you hit the ball hard, all you got to do is implement that launch angle, and you'll go from 15 homers to 25, 30 homers very easily if you're a, a pro hitter like him. So that's what he's doing.
2: Yeah, and you're absolutely right about that. I'm looking at the launch angle for him this season. It's 17-degree launch angle, so he's purposely trying to hit a lot of line drives. Yep and hit a lot of fly balls. He's never been higher than 10.9 degree launch angle in his career. The hard hit rate is up this year as well. He has a 14% barrel rate. So he has 43 batted balls. He has six barrels. Barrels, again, are the optimal contact that you want to make. It's the ideal launch angle. I believe it's uh, between 25 and 30 degrees. And it's a 98-plus mile per hour average exit velocity off the bat. And Mm -hmm. when you barrel up the ball... It's you know, normally leads to a, at least a 500 batting average on those batted balls. So wow. it's a 14 percent bower rate. Yeah. on the year he's he's clearly fine.
3: Yeah, without a doubt. And I yeah. see he him might be
2: th- trying to hit more home runs, like you're saying too, based on the launch angle going up.
3: Because you know he's he knows he's going to hit around 300. He's just that good of a hitter. And if he could add power to that, even if he takes ten point you know minus ten points on his batting average, you know who cares. If that's 290 instead of 300 and hits 30 homers instead of, you know, 22 or something, who cares? Yeah. He's getting more power.
2: And even if he loses stolen bases, right, Greg? Because that's yep. what I was worried about the most. Mm-hmm. Let's say he steals 18 stolen bases this year. If he hits 25 homers with a 315 batting average, I don't really care that he only stole 18 bases. Well, like, but he's he, a lock for 20, though. So I, because I, I, if the power goes up a little bit based on this launch. I think you do piece, care, though. Mm-hmm. I think you do care. No, because my worry with him was that he, he was, was injured always, and he's not gonna run. I, I know, I know. Like in his prime, like 2016, 2017, he hits 24 home runs each of those seasons. So maybe he even go. goes up higher than that. Mm-hmm. What if he comes close hitting 30 home runs this year? That's great? what I'm saying. That's a big difference. If he hits, you know, 27, 28 home runs with and and 315 steals, batting, and average, steals 18 bases, and steals 18 bases, you're fine with that. Uh, yes,
0: that I'm with. Yes, and,
2: you know, batting third for the Astros or second, whatever it is. Yeah. Counting stats are going to be good,
3: too. Absolutely. And I think he'll steal more than 18. I think he's a lock for 20 because when he was running the bases, I seen a couple of infield singles stuff. He's beating them out. He, his speed looks fine. He'll
0: steal bases. He'll get to 20. By the way.
2: He only stole 17 last year because he dealt with that knee injury. Right. So my biggest concern was the knee injury heading into the season. In this
0: A's right. game yesterday, you got a, a Crush Davis home run that was um, on the season that was Davis's, uh, or so you got two crushed two. Davis home runs. Oh, yeah. So he had his sixth and seventh. He had his eighth just now. <sighs> oh, He's so and consistent with that. And Chris Davis would have seen
2: made a bid for one early on in the game. He hit it to the warning track. Poor guy can't buy it. Yeah,
0: I feel bad for him. Your boy Jerickson Profar had his second home run of the year last night. Love uh, it. Uh, he's, he's hot. Don't hinder Pinder. His third home run of the year last night. I feel like we have the same conversation every day with the A's. And now Matt look, Chapman they, hit and Now
2: they get him in the lineup for a day game. They find a way to get him there. They want to give Matt Chapman a day off. They Chad get Pinder, Pat man, hinder in there. No, he's uh, not. He's not a twelve-team ad. He's not. He's fifteen-team. Not, team not a must-own, but fifteen-teamers he should be owned. AL only. He should be owned. If you want to own him in deeper head-to-head daily leagues where you can kind of just plug him in whenever he plays, I have no problem with that too, Greg, because when he's on the field, he performs.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: The one thing I'll say regarding Chris Davis is he's hitting 262. You keep it up. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. One of the 247 best. 247 by year's end. He just doesn't stop. He's he one, one of the best runs.
3: points leagues guys to have. Who? Chris Davis. One of the best points. No,
2: normally game. I would dispute that because he strikes out a lot, and it's not like he walks. You, in don't, count run. you don't count strikeouts. He's an Iron Man, dude. He plays like 150 yeah. plus games every single year, and he's proven he's in the lineup and consistent. Every day. Yep. and he just all he does is hit bombs.
3: Yeah, even with the two forty-seven batting average, he's consistent with his homers. Like he, like, like but, he's streaky. He, he's hitting the homers.
2: He might get 50 this year.
3: Oh, I would, I wouldn't doubt. It. I yeah, wouldn't but doubt sure. It.
2: But he's never got there before. Could yeah, but
3: close. But he only so got eight.
2: It's April 11th. Yeah. He's got eight homers.
3: I also think Pro Far should be owned in
0: 12 team leagues. Oh, for sure. He's
2: he a must own player. He, he was dropped.
0: So, I don't think he's a must own player.
2: No, he might be. He might have been dropped. I don't think he was dropped. He, must- he was
0: absolutely dropped in my league. But
2: I, no, I think he is a must own player. Really? Because of he's his position, versatility. He's
0: yeah.
3: He is a must own player. Uh, and ESPN's stiff with it, and he's a shortstop, first base, second base, third base on ESPN. He's got everything. He's got everything. He's got everything.
2: catcher and outfield. he got everything. I think
3: he's a very. He, he's he a must own player. Greg. Yeah.
2: He is. And he's getting hot now. Batting in the heart of an Oakland lineup. but Is he batting in the heart of the order? It's a deep lineup, though. Uh, Even if he doesn't hit in the heart, it's a deep lineup. Well, so, now he's batting seven. You have but talent it, all up and down this lineup, Greg. Yeah. Have, like, Ramon Loriano bats eighth. Jerickson
0: Provar, who had back-to-back days with home runs, mm-hmm. still well, so, batting under 200. Because he four got out to a disgusting. Yeah. That's why
2: I'm, I don't think he's a must own player just because well, of well, position that's eligibility. That's why he was dropped, though. Yeah, right. He's, he's better than this. Remember, yeah. we owned him last year. That second I, half. I understand good.
0: that, but I understand why he was dropped because he sucked the first. Yeah, two Yeah, weeks. I understand yeah, that. But That's
2: why I'm saying if he was dropped, you must add him. I don't agree with that. Okay, well, you, you're on, on. It's Frank's okay to be more. wrong sometimes, Greg.
3: But <laughs> you are right now. It's okay to have your opinion for it to be wrong. All
0: right. I don't agree that. I don't agree that you have to own him. I wouldn't say must,
3: must. In a 15 team, must, I would say. Sure. In a 12, a 12 team, team I 12 think he should be.
2: He is a must, must. own I player. Agree, I don't agree with you. He's a must own player. I don't agree. He hit 20 home runs and steal 10 bases this year.
0: That's great. but he has a good nah, batting
2: average in a good lineup. He's a must own player.
0: I don't agree. He's not a good batting average. He plays every I don't day. I do you're saying good batting average for
2: it'll, it'll, Because he made huge strides in the second half last year, Greg, yeah. regarding his bad ball data. What
0: was his batting, av- what was his batting average? His second batting half last average year?
2: My end of season was 254. What was his
0: batting average in the second half last year? Well, you you want to ignore the first half? That's fine.
2: I'm not ignoring the first half, but he finally got a chance to play every day, and he made strides in the second. half. And he half.
3: plays every day now, which is great. Definitely
2: taking a little bit of time to load here. I understand. <laughs> I, I don't even know what it is. I like I, I don't know either. Uh, he hit 270. So why can't he hit 270 Solid. again? Solid. If he hits 270 with 20 home runs and 10, and 10 stolen bases, Greg, he is a must own player. He is. It's a must own player
3: in the heart of Oakland.
2: If he bats so. in the heart. is your middle infielder or your corner infielder? You play everywhere? That's a must-own player. And 12, in a 12-team league, I don't know that it's a must-own player. I really don't. I, I think he is. I, I
0: know. Yeah, Got it.
2: A 122 weighted run created plus. League average is 100. So,
0: When you say those things, what, 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 what does that mean? Because no one doesn't understand what that means. So, what the, what, I, I don't understand weight, what that means.
2: Weighted runs created plus is...
0: WRC plus, yeah. It's,
2: it's WRC plus. It's sure. another pretty much all-encompassing offensive stat like OPS, like WOBA. Uh-huh. League average is 100. Mm-hmm. He was a 122-weighted run created plus in the second half last season. Seems good. Solid. Yeah, and he had an 846 OPS. You're telling me an 846 OPS player is not a must-own player?
3: I, I think like, I, on I on. would own him on, if, on. if, you know,
0: if I needed him. My man yesterday, Nick Markovicious.
2: Yeah. Oh gosh, <laughs> this is where we're going.
0: Nick Vicious. Nick
2: Nick Vicious. Vicious. That's
0: right, Nick Vicious. Six innings, five hits, one run, walked nobody. Yep. Struck out six. Wow.
2: We got to have we gotta Nick have, Vicious. Uh, have Nick, Nick Pollock make a shirt. Nick vicious. Nick
0: vicious.
3: <laughs> six strike. Make it say ruler of the world. And he throws 86 sure.
0: miles an hour. It's great. Nick vicious.
2: <laughs> so you're the, you're the big Nick vicious owner, Greg. You don't want to own Junkrix and ProFar, do you? own Nick vicious? I don't own Nick vicious anywhere. Oh, well, you don't. Yeah, I can like, I love a player, and not own him. Well, he probably doesn't know Put who to drop. Your money where your mouth is, Greg. He doesn't know who to drop probably. Two of his starts have come against the Giants. Same. saying yeah, that is true. The one against the Cardinals, he still only allowed one on a run, but had one strikeout. Yeah. I can give you 88 reasons why you shouldn't add Nick Vicious. It's not very nice. Who's a
3: good comp that we could say who would you rather have? Like uh, a, a guy in the pool. All right, let's say. Who would
0: I rather have? Nick Markovicious or Frankie Montas? Well,
3: oh, Montas, come not on. Easy. That's easy. That's,
0: cool easy. that's
2: Come on. on. He's already owned. Right. Markovicious or Jordan Lyles? I think those guys uh, are in the same range. They're 15-team ads. These are Lyle, deeper. Yeah. I like Nick Markovicius. Oh, yeah, Lyles is, uh, uh, Lyles is good. 10 Ks yesterday, I know. Yeah. I'd rather have Lyles.
3: Yeah, because of K's. He just hates Nick Markovicius. Because he throws slow. He's
2: an 87, 88-mile-per-hour right. soft-facing we lefty. He out six guys yesterday. Against the Giants. Two of his three so good so starts was against the so Giants. So we should just, we should like, just ignore those starts now? We just keep saying Well, you know what? He's only gonna face the Giants maybe one other time the rest of the year. Now he's gotta face the Dodgers. Now he's gotta face the the Rockies. But Frank, this thing I have to say this, there's something to be for said now. for a
3: guy that throws. So they face Nick Vicious. I know he doesn't throw hard and you don't like that, but there's obviously guys in MLB history that have done great. Kyle I,
2: Hendricks, sure. Like he's been a fine Greg Maddux. The past couple of years.
3: Um but here's the thing. Also, he's doing this, this there's something to be said about a guy who throws eighty-six, eighty-seven that could get people out consistently not walk people and do well. I think there's something to be said for that. I think he should be watched, at least. Thank you, for thank you, Chris. At least. Thank you.
2: I agree with yeah. that. I put him in the same category as Jordan Lyles. I said earlier on in the show, Jordan Lyles, scout team. Watch him. Let's see what he does his next couple of starts. Yeah. And that's why I just asked, would you rather add Nick Margovicius or Jordan Lyles? I think they're in a similar range. Marg. Who's you other Nick Margovicius or Matt Strom?
3: Nick Yeah.
0: Oh, Nick Margovicius. At home against Colorado next week. I'll, t- I'll still take Strom. All right, so you hate Nick Margavious. <laughs> you're you <don't>, s- you're <laughs> slave to velocity. Velocity, man. You're slave just, to velocity. I
2: owned Kyle Hendricks last year, Greg. You he didn't, but you
0: weren't you, didn't, you weren't happy. You about weren't happy because he sucks. It. <laughs> he <laughs> sucks. You hated it. You're you slave to it. velocity. Did you did you enjoy it? No, Frank. I obviously didn't enjoy it. Right, so doesn't mean I'm just gonna quit all side guys. Of the coin. I'm not gonna no. I'm just not gonna quit all guys like that because Kyle Hendricks was terrible. You right. know, the second half he was amazing. But whatever.
2: Nick Margavious had 10 swinging strikes on 77 pitches yesterday. That's not terrible. Throws four pitches. Pretty good. Throws a four-seamer. I don't know if you call it a fastball. Here he comes. 87.8 miles per hour. <laughs> throws a curveball that's 71. So 16, 17-mile-per-hour <laughs> difference between his curveball and his fastball. He Throws a slider that's 79. All right, Greg, maybe it could work. <laughs> right! yeah, got him! I'm not adding him. No, 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 not yet. Not yet. I mean, <laughs> I got to see a little more from him. It's Colorado. Do it against not the Giants. If he does it against Colorado, sure, you can add him to
0: it. Thanks, man. I feel like it's all I can ask for. <laughs> uh, we'll come back and see what Derek Rodriguez did on the other side. We'll give you all the offensive stuff from this game. There wasn't much of it. Um, and we'll hit on anything else you guys want to talk about over the next 20 minutes. Stick around. More fantasy best friends forever on the way.
1: Rainness! Make it rain. Natty Light is giving away a year's worth of beer to somebody on Twitter every time a golfer makes a birdie in the final round of the Masters. So all you have to do is log on Sunday and tweet like the hashtag birdie light and hashtag sweet and boom. By the way, last year I looked at it, 234 birdies in the final round. Roughly 230, 240 people. Or even though it's Natty Light, it's still free beer, right? Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers.
3: Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017, world number one. Me, personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker,
1: leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. <laughs> the morning after. Oh, it's going to be loud in Winnipeg. Loud buildings don't win sporting events. You think players care about, like, noise? You hear that all the time, oh, it's going to be rocking. Whatever, dude. It's been rocking at every Buffalo Bill home game for the last 40 years. They still suck. Oh, it's going to be rocking in that building. And good for them, so they can crank Metallica all they want. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that the home team's going to win the hockey game. No! Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers.
0: This is JLo's prime, by the way, was she's still in. You know. It was the prime that she's still currently in. This almost was 20 years ago.
2: Has there ever been someone who's been in their prime longer than Jennifer Lopez? No. I don't think so. I don't
0: think so. Rivera's a good. One, right? Mariano
2: Rivera might be. You know, LeBron James, like, he's been in his prime for like 15 years now. Well, right? yeah. You're not his wrong. whole career. <laughs> so we have J-Lo, LeBron, Mariano. The three that have been in their prime for, you know, 15 plus years. Brady. Two, yeah. yeah.
3: By prime, you mean what?
2: So you have one in each sports. Like this is your J-Lo category of athletes. I love it. Is I love it. Who has been in their prime the longest? How is J-Lo in her prime?
0: Maybe how is J. in yeah, prime? Seriously? She still looks good. Google
3: Images right she now. She looks
0: good, but... She, she looks look as good as she did 20 years ago. ago. She's not
3: I mean, that talented, it? though. She's just as talented as she was 20 she years ago. She can't sing. <laughs> she could dance. She yeah. can't sing. I mean,
2: we were but never... she couldn't sing we 20 years ago. ago. We well, her for her singing. No, 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 no. I don't I care know. how she sounds. Maybe you were, but I wasn't.
3: Well, I try to judge everything, you know... Even singing by, by their singing. You know, if she's a singer, I hear her song. I'm like, I, think, I don't like her singing. I, I think she
0: will yeah. tell you she's not a good singer. Yeah. I, I, I was
2: but not. someone some like Britney Spears, not, pro, not in her,
3: pri- her, her prime anymore. Right? Britney, Britney Spears, past her prime. Yeah, past her prime. You're right. That's true. But I mean, she, she can never sing. But J-Lo was in her prime when all those music videos were coming out and she was making a ton of money doing that. You don't really she's see her doing it much right now. She's judging all these reality shows. Oh, yeah, she mm-hmm. is doing that. Okay. Just making millions. Ma- millions. With,
2: with A Rod. <sighs> That's the power couple now.
3: That's the power couple. It's Mm. A-Rod and J-Lo. Kanye and Kim, I think, are still leading.
2: But they've always been. They've always been. Jay-Z and Beyonce, too. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, let's pass the torch. Let's pass the torch here to J-Lo and (laughs) A-Rod. Power couple. I
3: can't stand A-Rod, though, so uh, I can't. We should
2: do, like, a power couple fantasy draft, Greg. That
0: sounds very much up my alley. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Something that you would be into. Who else can you name off the top of your head? Power couples? Yeah. Mm. We've already done uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z. Kim and Kanye.
0: Will and Jada are obviously a power couple. Yes.
2: Oh, they yeah. Oh, they date in real life. You're,
0: they're married. Oh, I think they're married. Yeah,
3: i well, like whatever. No idea. one could hear us that whole who, time. By the way, cool really? yep. So They just muted us. Oh. Yeah, we were all off. That's interesting. That's great. That's nice. Uh, awesome. Now we're back.
2: <laughs> well, you missed it. We're talking about uh, top power couples and yeah, yeah. Just life.
0: I think you know what. I think it was a sign, guys. That no one wanted to hear. Yeah. I'm okay. to move, on. Yeah, let's on. Let's yeah, move maybe, on.
2: You're probably right. I'm going to take it as a sign. <laughs> I'm going to take it as a if sign. If I find one that I like, though, I'll bring it up to you.
0: That's fine. Let's get into it. You wanted to talk about Trevor Richards, Ventura. You said that during the break.
2: Yeah. And last
0: night against the Reds.
2: John Legend and Chrissy Teigen, pretty good
0: one. Big one. Ventura. Richards went six innings, only allowed one hit. Walked five, but struck out seven, needing 108 pitches to get through his six innings of work. Yep. That's the issue. So, like, I like Trevor Richards. I like him the most out of all the Marlins
3: pitchers right now uh, you know, he, had, he showed signs last year, flashes of, of brilliance. Um, uh, I use that term too, too lightly, maybe. But 7Ks, the walks are an issue, though. That's the interesting thing. Like, I want him because I know what he can do, but the walks seem to be a big issue. And right now, it's working out to his benefit where he, you know, he's still getting it done and not allowing hits and runs. But I feel like it could backfire on him uh, down the line. So I don't know. I, I don't know if I would definitely pick this guy up. I do know he has two starts next week. Which is interesting. Would yeah. you pick him up for two starts? And it's two pretty tough matchups, I think. I'm going to find that right now for you.
2: He should be owned.
3: I think he should be owned. He should be owned. He should be owned.
2: Uh, I agree with that. I, like, In a 12 team? Definitely should Yes. Be. Uh, but, look, part of the reason why he walks so many guys is the, the changeup that he throws, and he throws it a lot. He throws, mm-hmm. you know, he threw his changeup 48 times yesterday out of 108 pitches. So,
3: it's a good changeup.
2: And 47 fastballs. So, he's basically just fastball changeup. Change-ups. And we know that about him. Like, mm-hmm. use the, the changeup, set up the fastball, vice versa. Uh there's a lot of movement on that changeup. It you know, it breaks away from a lefty. He obviously uses it to try and get lefties out. Uh but it, sometimes it's hard to command and and then that's when he runs into these uh these walk issues, Greg, and, and the command issues, but he throws a slider nine times. I would like to personally see him use a slider a little bit more and it to be more effective for him because if he, you know, if he has the third pitch that he can go to every now and then when people are just expecting the the changeup or the fastball, that could be a huge weapon for him. I think that he is a must-own starting pitcher. He should be owned. Mm -hmm. I I would use him in two starts. and Even if he doesn't get wins, like last night, he was in line for a win when he left left the game, and obviously the Marlins blew it. That's what they do. Mm -hmm. He's going to, I think, have a decent ERA. He's going to give you a lot of strikeouts. Quality starts. The whip might be questionable at times because of the walks. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he pitches in a great ballpark, too,
3: in Miami. Points league, I think. So I picked him up. It's funny I say that. I should have said, yes, he should be owned because I picked him up in a 10-team Points league. There you go. Uh, and because of the possible two starts, but I didn't, I have him on the bench right now because the two starts are against at home against Chicago Cubs and then at home against the Washington Nationals. Uh, but I think I might even throw him in for that because in points leagues, it doesn't matter about how bad his whip is. That doesn't matter. It's about the strikeouts, it's about getting quality starts. The wins are a little bit of an issue, but not that big a deal if he's going to get quality starts. If he could go six innings, get me seven Ks. Uh, you know, if he walks a couple guys, give up a couple hits, I'm fine with it. You know what I mean? Uh, I think in a points league, he's a really good guy to have. So, I don't know if I'd start him for two starts this week, though. Cubs, Nationals, I think that's a little
2: Oh, man, those are some a little tough, tough matchups, man. It's a little tough,
3: yeah. It is in Miami both games, though. I will say that.
2: What do you think, Greggy? I'm probably, probably going to use, use him. Trevor Richard.
0: Two-star pitcher, I'll probably use him. Yeah. The matchups tough at home, pitcher's but park. it's in
2: Miami, so that exactly. should help. I'll probably use him. Should help.
0: Okay. Tyler Molly on the other side, uh, five innings, only allowed two hits, one run, walked four, struck out seven, not dissimilar from Trevor Richards' outing. Tyler Molly is he in this Jordan Lyles, Nick Markovich's crew?
2: Yeah, I would say so, and I actually picked him up in the pit league and I streamed him because he was going up against the Marlins, uh, but you know what I found interesting about Malley, just watching him yesterday, uh, he had 12 swinging strikes, the strikeouts were there, uh, but the walks are just really interesting to me regarding Tyler Malley because this was a guy who had great, great command in the minor leagues, so... I don't know why he find uh, you know gets into trouble here with the lack of command at times mm-hmm. because in the minor leagues he's had he's had great command uh, but the strikeouts were there yesterday it was against the Marlins he's on my radar Greg he kind of got off to a good start last year and we added him and then he ended up not doing well um, but yeah he's in that watch list kind of discussion with uh, with Jordan Lyles and Nick Vicious
3: I, I think he's ahead of both those guys you think so right now yeah I, I put him ahead of both those guys right now. I think he'd be one of the first streamers I, I, I'd, I'd look to. Molly would be. Molly.
2: Yeah, and that's exactly what I did. I streamed him against the Marlins. Mm-hmm. I'd stream him in the right.
0: Yeah, yeah it's got to be the right opportunity. So we know, but, so we know next week, Morgan NL is, Central has Colorado. But in right. the NL
2: Central, Mali, you know, how many opportunities Lyle's are you going to get? And Lyle's also in the same spot. Yeah, so how many opportunities are you going to get to stream? Those, they're not good matchups. Like, who in their right mind was starting Jordan Lyles yesterday against the Cubs? Nobody. Mm-mm. It no. was awesome.
3: But how about this? He's got two starts this week coming up. Week three. Ooh, so. Uh At LA Dodgers, not good. But then at San Diego. It's not great either. Not, good, not great either.
2: <laughs> Who is that? Is that <laughs> not great either. Mally or Lyles? Wait, maybe. You're talking about Mally or Lyles? Mally. Mally. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not starting him there. I'm not doing that.
0: I'm, I'm not, not doing that. I'll do the Trevor Richards thing at home. I won't do the Tyler Mally The Trevor Richards thing Richardson is better, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else we got from last night? Oh, the Yankees. I forgot about that. Ugh, Swept.
2: Winning in themselves. every game this yeah. season I know. Series. Yeah. And then they, they make a bid last night, and they try and come back, and they have a runner on third with one out. Ability to tie the game. Look, it's Austin Romine at the plate, so whatever. It's like.
3: He's not bad. You can't a really blame him.
2: Look, he's a for, backup catcher. Yeah. He had to put the ball in play, which he did, but he lined out to Altuve. He needed to hit the ball to the outfield and to try and tie the game, and he just didn't get it done. Well, wouldn't you, the Yankees have been what I don't understand. The what I don't
0: understand is why don't you pinch hit Gary there? What are we doing? Yeah.
2: Because Gary couldn't play catcher.
0: B.S. Because his legs bothered him. He couldn't crouch. Gary thinks.
2: I don't disagree with you, but I'm just telling you what they said. That's the reason why he didn't pinch hit for Romine. If, if because it, then they would have had to use Bird as the catcher.
0: No, used, Gary could suck it up and yeah. squat for one inning. For one inning. One. One inning. Joke.
2: If, that but, is a joke. But think about it. If you tie the game, then oh, you're potentially going to extra innings. It's not just one. Innings. How injured
0: can he be? Yeah, his legs are bothering Dude, this guy's
2: not going to be. He a He could be a DH, but he can't squat. Don't say this around Sandro.
0: He's not here tonight.
3: <laughs> so. I'm telling you, Gary is not going to last as a catcher for very long in this league. He's going to become a DH at some point. Just a strict DH. That's just right. He
2: just can't do it. He's just not. And don't say that to Sandro. He doesn't have the, the baseball IQ downstairs. for it. Like he's just said that to the other day. to he, right. he almost ripped my head off.
0: Guys, so Paxton in this one, he never had it. Only lasted four innings, a lot of five runs, three walks, five strikeouts, eight hits. Yes, Brett Gardner did not make it easy on him because he was a joke in the outfield. Mm-hmm. But Paxton could never bear down. He was not good in this one at all. walking those three guys, it was not a good outing from James Paxton. No,
3: and it hasn't been good, really.
2: He has yet to go six complete innings yep. for the Yankees in any start. He's been pulled at five and two-thirds. Yesterday, he went four plus. Um, yeah, it definitely has not given you what you've wanted to this point. And it's not like all of his matchups have been tough. Two of them were against Baltimore. And one he did good decent in. Yeah, he did. His first start, he was fine. I uh, probably could have gone through six innings, but of course, you know, micromanagement from Aaron Boone. Uh, but second start at Baltimore was very bad. Four earned runs. He buckled down after the, the bad first inning. But then yesterday against Houston was not good. gave up the Moon Rocket, to Jose Altuve. give up two home runs to Jose Altuve. Um, and then, you know, I saw a stat regarding Paxson yesterday that he couldn't get anyone out. Is that, yeah, I know. It was so many. Was, yes, Paxton could not get anybody no, out. It was terrible. Running, like he, he would get <laughs> That the was the issue. Strikes, <laughs> but he had like 20 fouled-off pitches yesterday.
3: They were fighting which, him off.
2: Which obviously made his pitch count go high. And this Astros lineup, even without Bregman, they are relentless. They don't strike out. They foul off a ton of pitches. They have lot. They see a lot of pitches per at bat. That's why I don't like streaming my pitchers or using them, even if it's you know outside of the top twelve starting pitchers. I don't like using my pitchers against the Astros because you're not going to go deep into games. You're going to have a bad WHIP, and if they even if they score two runs in four or five innings, you're going to have a bad ERA for that day too. Yeah, but it, I don't
3: want to use my. Pitchers let me ask against you this: though, Is Paxton one of those guys? Because you have those guys that you keep in your lineup no matter what, right? right? Is, pa- is Paxton's not one of those guys for you right now? You
2: expected him to be, but Exa- he hasn't. That's
0: been. my thing. So basically, he's Zach Wheeler.
2: You know what? Entering yesterday, he actually had been good against the Astros in his career. But mm-hmm.
0: like Basically, he's Zach Wheeler.
2: Well, they were both in a similar tier. Entering I the know. Too. That's why
0: I bring them up.
2: Mm-hmm. That's why I said, outside of my top 12 guys, because the top 12 are pretty much most dark guys. Yeah. Right. I, I feel like Paxton was Bauer, going way too high for his Euler. worth. Euler.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: What's up? I feel like Paxton was going way too high for his worth.
2: He on the, had a great season. But- on the other side,
0: Colin McHugh went six innings, four hits, two runs. He walked one. He struck out nine batters here. With Hector Rondon coming to be a fireman in the eighth, Ryan Presley relieved him and struck out three to end the game. Yep. George Sparrow stole a second base of the year. That's nice. That's
2: cool. He did. Yeah. yeah. He, has, uh, he has two stolen bases. Three home runs. Two home runs. And, and your, boy,
3: your boy McHugh pitched well.
2: Oh, yeah. He was great. Nine he Ks. Was- he was absolutely great. He had 16 swinging strikes, 14 on his slider. And he doesn't have a ton of velocity. He throws like 90, 91. Mm-hmm. But if you if you watch that slider, it is a big, yes. sweeping slider. Mm-hmm. Goes from, you know, one side of the strike zone all the way to the other side of the strike zone. It breaks, obviously, down and into lefties. It breaks away from righties. Just made Aaron Judge look like a fool multiple yeah. times last night. It's just a nasty, nasty pitch.
3: You want a lot of K's stream pitches against the Yankees. <laughs>
2: But, true. you know, it's it's volatile, though, because you get a lot of strikeouts, but you, you, you also, give you a also might be prone yeah. to, like, getting bombed yeah. Yeah. from the bombers. Seeker Speaking balls. of uh, um, bombs, Greg.
0: Carlos Gray hit his second last night. Spencer Turnbull. Uh-oh. No, no. What did he do? Who, the Bull! Who, who, who bombed? Him.
2: Leonis Martin.
0: Leonis Martin's hitting bomb, huh? All right,
2: you know what? It's it's two God, zip, it's Greg. Unbelievable, this it's unbelievable. It's two zip.
0: It's, it's, why do we trust him, Ventra? <laughs> I don't necessarily trust him. But. Why do we tr- not Not the, the bull, Frank. Oh. Why, why do we listen to him? Guys, I thought you were the bull guy. He's allowed two
2: earned runs. Me, nee, I'm the bull guy. No, well, I'm, I'm all about Nick almost, Vicious. He's almost I thought you
0: were the bull guy. If he goes know.
2: five innings and only gives up two runs. Oh, now sure. it's five
0: innings, two runs. It was five innings, one run a second ago. Well,
2: <laughs> I got to count the runs, don't I? I got I to count the runs once they happen, Greg. Yes. If he goes five innings, two runs, and gives you six strikeouts, he's already got four. That's
0: fine. Way more strikeouts than that.
2: More than six in five innings? Yes. For the Bull? Yes. He's still got some nasty stuff.
3: Yeah. By the way, he does.
2: Frank?
0: Jesus Christ. Walker Morales is messed running. up right now. Crush Davis did it again.
2: Did he? That's... No. Ninth yeah. homer of the year? Second homer of the day. Yeah, back wow. to back. Oh and the belly to belly. What a Josh Fagley also homered, by the way. Chris Davis and Kendrick's Morales. Morales. go back to back. Henry gets oh his first God. of the year.
3: I think Adalberto could just hit a Rob Kindry's
2: Morales in the main event for Milky. Why are we talking more about Crush though, guys?
3: He's, I mean, maybe, what can you, you say? He's got nine home
2: runs. He's doing what you want him to do. What else do you want us to say? I don't know. He's, he's doing awesome. better. Than he's
3: you. awesome. Yeah, he's doing better than you want him to do. Really, he's. But
2: awesome. this juice ball, he could hit 60 homers. Is that what you want me to say, Greg? Mundy sucks. You Noel know, sucks right now. Walker Buehler, maybe <laughs> yeah. you should trade him away. Yeah. I mean, he is just getting lost bombed
0: the, in the second. lost inning. the control. Yeah.
2: Single to Jose Martinez. Single to to Tyler O'Neill. Walk to Jed Jerko. Hit by pitch to Harrison Bader that gives up one run. A sack fly to Matt Weiders makes it three to two. Sacrifice bunt by Michael Waka. Wild pitch by Walker Bueller. Harrison Bader scores and now a walk to Colton Wong. Should all falling apart here in the second inning. We, we do now want to note that the chance. for
0: the record. <laughs> With Matt Carpenter out of the lineup today, Colton Wong leading off for this Cardinals team.
2: I like to see that, Greg. Absolutely. That's why I'm noting it, Frank. Know really about. a weird lineup for the By the players. way, before so we have uh, a lot of guys out of the lineup today. Before Jose we wrap Martinez up, is in there. Matt Wieters is in for Yachty.
0: Before we wrap up, mm-hmm. I, we, I do want to mention, I said it before, Jose Leclerc got, again, messed up last night. I think it's worth mentioning.
2: Definitely, definitely worth mentioning. Who's
0: I on have, deck there? As a probably Sean closer. Kelly is my guess.
2: Well, okay. last night they used...
0: Sean Kelly in the eighth. Uh,
2: they used, yeah, so he wasn't available once uh, Leclerc started struggling. Someone named... Bird, Bird is was that his name? <laughs> yes, I, I have yes. I have a few shares of uh, of Jose Leclerc. Kyle Bird was his name. Kyle Bird came in. He's actually a lefty, <laughs> uh, and picks up the save, puts out the fire for uh, for Jose Leclerc. I do agree with you. I think it would be Sean Kelly if anything happens here, Greg. I'm not completely worrying yet. I know he blew the save two nights ago, mm-hmm. was struggled mightily last night, but they gave him the extension before the season, and I read an article this morning regarding this and. Uh, their manager said. Listen, word. He's still he's still our best pitcher. He didn't just say reliever. He said he's our best pitcher on our team, and um, we and we trust him. Uh, and we you know we think he's gonna turn it around, and and we're gonna give him every opportunity to do so. But gave him the contract extension, so I'm not worried yet. If he does this, you know, a few more times, obviously you have to. Mm-hmm. Like I have an eye on it, like it has my attention, but I'm not necessarily worried yet, Greg.
0: Robbie Ray had 10 strikeouts last night, only allowing two hits, only one walk. Oh, wait. And who pitched on the other side for the Texas game? Lance Is that Lin.
2: Lance
3: Lynn? with Lance nine Lin. strikeouts? Is that what I'm seeing right That's now? correct. <laughs>
2: he had 18 swinging strikes this Lance Lynn. Nick Pavetta,
0: you stink.
2: No, you no, no, not stink. yet. Not yet. You stink. <laughs> Are yeah. dropping him yet, <laughs> <agree>? No, <laughs> no. Is no. he on the drop meter You stink. By low, by low.
0: Frank Stample, Chris Ventra, Bavona, Martino, and Sean. I'm Greg Sussman. Thanks so much for watching the Fantasy BFFs. We'll do it all again tomorrow. We Yo. hope.